word from God is all you need to transform your life forever. Get the word with Pastor David Fechuku, Senior Pastor, Love Ambassadors Ministries, and experience a new life in Christ. When, when I approach God, I approach Him that way. That's where our boldness comes from. That's why I can make a mistake now and do something. And then the Spirit of the Lord convicts me. In my spirit, I say, wow. Ah, thank you, Father, for your blood. I receive all forgiveness. Now, I repent of this in the name of Jesus. And turn around and mesmerize the devil. Without any sense of guilt that I just made a mistake. Without any feeling of inferiority about my past. <laughs> Where is the boldness? The righteous is as bold as a lion. Where is the boldness coming from? I sit in the heavenly places. One mistake doesn't take you down from there. You are permanently seated with Christ. Permanently seated with you. Permanently. As we partake of the broken body, the body that was broken, and as we partake of the blood that was shed, remember that this is the pronouncement. Every time you pronounce the death of Jesus, you're pronouncing your justification. This is the pronouncement that you're free, justified. This is the pronouncement of your liberty. This is the pronouncement of the gift of righteousness that you have in Christ. By the virtue of the light you're receiving today, I declare that every fruit of righteousness shall come manifest in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you tonight. You are being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Christ Jesus. Righteousness has fruits. And we are going to see one of the fruits of it is abundance. Riches and wealth are in his house. Key. Fruits of righteousness. The top thing you must know about righteousness. I said the first thing you must know about righteousness is what? Remind me. One, two, go. And then by virtue of that, it is what? A nature. Our nature. So we receive a person. We receive a nature. We are born of the person. We are born in his nature. He's a person. So I'm not righteous by my deeds. I'm righteous by the virtue of my faith. Who better? Who bettered me? Who sourced me? Then the second thing I said is righteousness is what? A position where? So you are seated with him in the heavenly places in Christ. So you are seated in righteousness. That's where you are. You don't lose your righteousness. The top thing is that righteousness is also a practice. Is a person, is a position, and is a practice. I call it the three P's of righteousness. 
righteousness must be practiced. So if you give birth to a son and it is in his nature to talk and after five years he's not talking, does he give you a concern? So as a righteous man, as you stay in the word of God and as you grow, you're supposed to be nurtured. After you have received Christ and the nature of righteousness, because it's in your nature to be righteous, if after some time you continue in sin, it gives us a concern. That means something abnormal is happening. It's not normal. So you begin to check the guy in. And then you, they, they go for surgeries. They go for different tests. They are trying to find out what it is. Why is he not talking? If by 10 years the guy can't swallow food. Can't eat meat. Then if something is abnormal. Because according to his nature, he is to eat. You don't have to pray for him to eat. Naturally, if everything is going as he should, he should be eating. Supernaturally, if everything is going as he should, you should, you are supposed to keep letting go of childish ways. You are supposed to start turning back on your vomit. If you keep struggling with the same sin for how many years, then there is a reason for concern. And that is for the pastor to the pew. From the pastor, remove title. This is about being a believer. The hardest part of this message is to myself. So let's look at 1st John chapter 3 verse 7 everybody. If you're there opening your Bible because I'm going to tell you to circle something. Even though we're going to read from the screen maybe uniformly. Now let us read. One, two, go. Little children. Let no one deceive you. Stop. This is where the deception is. I'm righteous. I'm righteous. I'm righteous. See faith confessed without works. Is dead. The Bible didn't say it is he who just says. It is he who says and believes. When you believe something, it moves you. Whatever your heart has believed moves every part of your being. It changes your attitude. It changes the way you talk. It's not. It doesn't just affect your 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 your, your words. It affects your attitude and in turn affects your actions. So when a man is confessing something he's not doing, he's confessing something he's not believing. And if you listen carefully, you will notice he's faking it. Somewhere else, you will hear him say something different. When the pressure comes, he will change that tongue. Because your mouth always betrays your heart. Whatever is in your heart comes out of your mouth. You may talk in church like a ch- like the church guy. You may you may be before a pastor and try to talk, you know, like you may. You may be before people you want to. But the point is, what you really believe in your heart always comes out of your mouth, especially on in your guarded moments. It comes out. James said, "Don't let anybody lie to you. Faith is perfected through works." That was, he's not talking about the works of the law. He's talking about corresponding action. Let me hear you say corresponding action. Let me hear you say corresponding action. 
Let me say again, corresponding action. That means action in line of your believing. Actions in line of your what? Believing. That's the way it is. Corresponding action. So, little children, he's talking to little children because the fathers know this. No, little children are still people who are still learning the elementary things of righteousness and forgiveness of sins. The youths graduate from there. They start overcoming the enemy. They start letting the power of faith. Then the fathers have known him that is from the beginning. The, the fathers have come into a communion with the Godhead. They have come into the communion. They've known God. So he's still talking to little children. It means if you're still struggling with matters of sin every day, you're still in the childhood stage of your growth in Christ. And you need to start setting a vision for your spiritual growth immediately and start growing. Because the heir, as long as he's a child, there are certain things he cannot be allowed to handle. He is still kept under tutors. He still, he still does not differ from what? A slave. Your character is announcing how much heaven can ha- allow you to handle. Every time God tests your spiritual character, that character is announcing, I can handle this level of anointing. I can handle this level of blessing. So a reckless and careless Christian life is more expensive than people think it is. Very, very expensive. Don't joke with your spiritual growth. Don't remain the way you were many years ago when you came to Christ. There are people that have been promoted in churches, giving titles. There are even people that are pastors, but they are children. In the spirit. They have not grown at all in the spirit. But let's read that scripture. Everybody read. One to go. One more time, let me hear you again. Somebody say, he who practices righteousness is righteous just as God is righteous. You notice that he is in capital letter. So, just as he is righteous, a person, and he has made you righteous, and gifted you the nature of righteousness and brought you into a position of righteousness you have to practice righteousness if you have the nature of righteousness and you are in the position of righteousness consequentially you must practice righteousness if someone is not practicing righteousness you have to question his nature if righteousness is a burden to you but sin a delight you are not born again yet. I'm telling you, 
You may have come out in front of a church. You may have the church language. You may be if righteousness. The man who is born again may make mistake, but sin is the burden. Righteousness is his delight. Every time he walks in righteousness, you will see him happy. He's shining. He's excited. Anytime he slips into sin, you will notice there is something wrong with him. Sin chokes him because his nature now can't sin. His nature is different. The man who delights in sin is not born again. He's no matter how close he is to the altar, he's from the altar going to hell. The man who delights in sin is not born again. I'm telling you. You can't have let, let me show you. This is this is serious. Go verse 8. Let me show you. You've got to get this. He who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest, that he might destroy the works. If Jesus is in you, his mission is to destroy the works of sin. Continue. Now watch this. Read this for me. Read it out. I read it out loud. Sorry, get it. Want to go? Does not sin. For his seed, the life of God is in him, and he cannot. Do you understand what he's saying? He says the nature in him, he, he because of his m- soul, his mindset, his training, the appetites of the flesh, which is not yet born again. There is a spirit man that is born again. The soul is being renewed. The body will be redeemed on the last day. Somebody hearing me? So in the flesh, he's still having those appetites. But the spirit in him can sin. That means whenever he, his appetite and his flesh starts taking him into that thing, everything in him, inside the core of who he is, will start reacting. Every single time he lies, just for a lie, just for a lie, you will see him. Until he repents. He just can't take it. He does not successfully sin. If he gets into a relationship and the Holy Ghost begins to point at it, the thing will start choking him. If by the stubbornness of the flesh he goes there again, he's, he's as if he's dying. His spirit man can't take it. If your spirit man can take sin, you need help. You need to encounter the grace of God. You're just playing church. You're not born again yet. You have not experienced the grace of God. You have not. So the practice, there is a practice of righteousness. There is a practice. Write this down. Bring out your notes. We must make deliberate, conscious effort in practicing righteousness it has to be a deliberate conscious effort the believer must wake up in the morning and have a desire and a decision to please God pleasing God has to become your priority when you miss the mark and you make mistakes and you fall into temptations you rise up again 
The righteous may fall seven times, but he will rise up again. You plead the blood of Jesus. You receive your forgiveness. You get into repentance, proving by change in your mindset and change in your confession, change in your actions, and then continue in the work of righteousness. You cannot remain in the trap the enemy has set for you. The snares of the fowler shall never trap you. I didn't hear a big amen. 